you ready for the yeah. fourth act or yeah. third act, whatever? Yeah. We block it so that we don't have to come home. And then at the end, we've got to come home and save Earth. Earth? <laughs> wait. I want to... Wait. Why do we have to go back to save Earth? 100%. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over, and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Uh. Oh. Well, that was a nice way to start the podcast, Bert. <laughs> I ate, uh, I drank wine last night. No, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. What kind? Uh, Fitvine. But which... I love, by the way, I wish that they weren't a sponsor, yeah. so I didn't feel like a shill every time. I really enjoy Fitvine. Guess what? Fitvine and Snoop's wine are my two favorite wines. Oh, that's great. I believe you on both. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that Snoop made wine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If, 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 if you were to pitch Snoop's wine, you're like, imagine... What a dude who liked the flavor of blunts would do if he had a vineyard. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that good. It is. It's actually awesome. So which type of wine, though? Like, were you drinking a cab, a, a pinot? What did you have last uh, night? Last night was a cab. I think it was a cab. I've been drinking. Snoop only makes a blend, I think. Okay. And then were you jogging while drinking this? or just No, watching the debates. Watching I, that's, the debates. That's, that's, yeah, that's a little tip of the hat of where we are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, watch the debates. and They were uh, really good. They were, like, was, really... Like it was really promising, and I, it was uplifting. And the nice thing was, I think it kind of restored the dignity that that was, some people felt was slipping away. I was like, I'm I'm proud of these guys. My favorite quote I read about the debates was, "Wow, Trump lets Biden talk more than Tom lets Bert, Bert lets Tom talk." <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, is that what I sound like?" A little bit. He was he was just he was just shy of like pussy pussy yeah. Pussy. I mean, it was it was a shit show, man. It was, was a real disaster. It was embarrassing to watch. My dad was livid this morning. He was like, they called Obama unpresidential for wearing a khaki suit. Can you believe that? It was a crazy. khaki suit. It was crazy. And they it didn't was... stick to like the, you know, you've agreed upon debate kind of um, rules. And yeah. they just threw it, threw it away. It was, it was, it was embarrassing. But what, the only thing we should, we have so much we, we want do. to talk about. But I want to talk, we should probably talk about. The poll I put on Twitter. Yeah, so was, what you said, why wait? And then you, right? Yeah, because I'm, I'm getting ready to go to tennis, yeah. right? And I'm sitting, I'm thinking, sometimes it's like, you know, content-wise for me with Twitter, I try to stay out of fighting with people. Yeah. And so I just will say like, um, would you rather hit a walk-off home run or a hole-in-one? Yeah. And then see what people say. And then I like reading people's responses. Yeah. I put why wait and I put uh, Biden and Trump and put it in a poll. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the way, I'm, I'm, we're going to talk about all this shit. And... So I go to tennis, I hit it, I go to tennis, 
I get done tennis and Biden is up 58%. Mm-hmm. 58%. And I went, which, by the way, I was shocked because I was like, I thought it would be 50-50. 100% I thought it would be 50-50. And so, but Biden's up 58%. I'm like, oh, God, that's interesting. I didn't expect that. I didn't. And by the way, I didn't know that my fans, I thought my fans were 50-50 too. I didn't know my fans were more liberal-leaning than right-leaning. That's odd. And so then at like 2 o'clock, Trump makes a run. I mean, the kind of run where you're like, holy shit, did someone get a hold of this? Like that's the only thing you think is then all of a sudden the scales have swim swung and Trump's up 58%. Then he's up 62%. Then he's up 65%. And he closed out at winning it at 72%. Now, I understand as someone who realizes that just a few hours ago, Biden was up. I go, something must have happened. But that's not what happened. What did happen? I went to my comments and I saw, uh, I hate to out us, but we are both uh, left-leaning gentlemen. Both, I'm a lifelong registered Democrat, as I'm certain you are too. Um, our Democratic friends were horrific. <laughs> They were like, you're a fucking racist. You're a bigot. You want, these are your fans. These are your fans. And I'm like, first of all, I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck who my fans are. I don't give a fuck who my fans vote for at all. I really don't. I kind of wish that I had those Trump retweeters. Those guys fucking go crazy on the retweet button. But these man, are the, this is the, the engagement This stuff, is the engagement. The so what happened is, I found this out. The bots got a hold of my tweet, right? Mm-hmm. So the bots then farm that out to all their tweet. Put it on their thing. They're only followed how by. How do Trump. you know that? Like how? Because you... I I have I have a company I pay to do analytics, and these are the analytics that came up. It had 1.8 million impressions, Jesus. which is a lot for a tweet. Okay. What's the one media view? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what media view. Do you know what media view means, Nadav? Uh, let me Google it real quick for you. So um, what's crazy is it at the time that uh, that Biden was up, it had like 350 retweets. Mm-hmm. And when Trump took over the bots, the when when the bots took over, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was. I remember seeing it at twelve thousand retweets, and I went, "That seems like a lot of retweets." That's I've never had lot. something. Yeah. The only thing that I've had that much engagement on is when I asked about uh, relationships with dogs. <laughs> what about with your music video? <laughs> nope. No. I asked about something about fucking dogs. You the place went nuts. <laughs> apparently, what did you ask? I have no Is idea. Is it cool to fuck a dog? No. All my analytics guys said apparently you tweeted something about relationships with dogs. So is that is and, that the the company's notes at the bottom there? Yeah, yeah. It's so pre- the it's, it says it's pretty interesting because it looks like the bots fed it to the MAGA community and then they took it and ran with it on the other two organically. Tweets. Okay, on the other two tweets, you got ten to five, five to ten thousand profile clicks and a couple new follows. Yeah, and so look at this. So on this one, oh, this is your dog one. This is my dog one. The engagement rate was seven percent. The engagement rate on this was twenty nine percent. The cabin, my my Netflix series that's streaming right now, probably on Netflix with Tom Segura in it. Fucking Jesus Christ! Just silence it. You know? I can't fucking. Um, the cabin, mm-hmm. which got is my, which got a lot of traffic. And by the way, this may be just the last past few months. It may not be the dance video. Got 1.5 million impressions, but the engagement rate was only 12%. That's my own TV show. That's my TV show uh, that Netflix paid money to do. A tweet on me saying, why wait, gets 29% engagement rate. Out of that 29% engagement rate, which by the way, I am not shitting on your politics. I'm simply talking about the working 
the workings of the internet, which are phenomenally amazing. It's fascinating. Yeah. Fucking fascinating. Yeah. How many followers did I get? I must have. I mean, you figure 1.8 million people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? How many followers do you think? Like, uh, I don't know. 2,000, 3,000? I would think more than that, yeah. How many did I have, Nadav? Bringing it up. What? Oh. 37 followers. You gained from that? Okay, I gained 30. Seven. It was, you know, what's so funny is I went through the, I went through the retweets of which there were 22,000 people retweeted it. 22,000. That's the most retweets I've ever gotten in my, 22,000 is borderline viral. Mm. I scrolled through the retweets thinking yeah. like, you, if someone retweets you, they're going to, maybe they're going to be a follow, right? Yeah. No. I, I mean, it was amazing what, what, what their in, what their title like their how they describe themselves like uh, yeah. NRA support like it was just and not one of the people followed me hardcore Christian hardcore Christian dad first country second <laughs> and I'm, and like I'm look I'm not sh I'm kind of shitting on you a little bit <laughs> like he's just such a fucking mega dad mega mom yeah. and you're like if that's how you describe yourself it's like weird. it's, it's so weird bizarre bio. by the way same for the fucking left when you're like Antifa dad yeah. <laughs> What is what is on the Google thing right there? What is that? A dog? Is that a dog? Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, our dog's pregnant. Definitely your, pregnant. Your dog's pregnant? And we don't know how it got pregnant. I have a pretty good idea. <laughs> I fucked the shit out of that dog. <laughs> hey, isolate that audio. So that was so that was the Twitter poll and it was really crazy. It was crazy because people that I like that I like hit me up and they were like, "Dude, you're fans though." Like and one girl, this is this girl's very sweet. I want to read. She wrote me something very nasty, right? Yeah. And, and I wrote it back. I want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read. I want to see if I can read her. Uh, let's see. She's. She wrote me and said, "Seriously disgusting. Seriously let down in you. These are your fans. These are your fans." And I went. This is someone you know. Yeah, I know. Okay. I don't. And I went and checked her out. And she doesn't follow me. So she has found this tweet. And she doesn't follow me. Right. But yeah, she's commenting on this tweet as if she's one of my fans. And I wrote back, hey, is it possible that people that don't follow me found this tweet like yourself? Like, what the fuck? I said this to a bunch of people. Because people that don't even follow me were like, this is your fan base. Yeah. And I was like, first of all, I don't give a fuck. If my fan base is 72% MAGA and 29% whatever, 28%... Biden, so be it. I don't give a fuck. I don't talk politics. I'm not up there like spouting off politics. But then, and then I wrote to her like, that's fucking kind of rude, like and stupid and short-sighted. How dare you blame me for something that you don't follow me and then you found it, but now you're commenting because as if, and then she wrote back, yeah, genuinely sorry, man. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> like, I love, oh my God, did I tell you about the dude? Oh my God. Did I tell you about the dude who left the shittiest fucking comment? I'm going to edit myself a little bit. Edit myself a little bit. So I found out that on Instagram, I thought when you hit the microphone, you're doing a text to dial, right? Yeah. Like you're going, hey, man, I'll call you later. And then you let go. And then it puts text in there. It doesn't. It sends that as a voice message. On Instagram? On Instagram. Wait, in a DM? In a DM. Okay. So I did not know that. That is really important. <laughs> what did you do? Oh, buddy. I fucked up big time. Well, who did you send it to? Like, watch this. Here's This is Jonah Ray, right? So when you go to the reply, I guess you can't, and you go, and you see this microphone right here. Well, I'm not going to say what he says to me. Yeah. You go like this. 
Hey, Jonah, I'm showing Tom this new function on the thing. Thank you for your message earlier. I really appreciate it. I'll talk to you later. Or, no, I won't. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not paying attention. This is a fucking shit show. Thank you, Jonah. Bye. It just sends it. It just sends it. You see, it just sends it. So now oh, that like, horrible fucking thing, there's no editing it. It just sends it. Okay? So uh, you just sent it. And now I'm sending a voice to... God damn it. I'm all over the map. So this guy sends me a nasty fucking... Message? Couple guys. Couple guys. One guy sends me a nasty message. About this still? Just about... Yeah. About all this. And I go, hey man, like just so you know, like I, you, it has no representation of anything. This is on the line. The bots got a hold of it, and then the Trump supporters got a hold of it, and it, I don't give a fuck, by the way, also. And then he calls back. He, I leave him that voice text, on a, and it sends immediately. And I'm like, that's not what I wanted to say. Like, I thought that I was going to be able to edit that. And then immediately he replies back, and he's crying. He's in cry voice? In his voice, he's crying. He's like, oh, I've had the roughest fucking week, man. Like, the fact that you Let's replied. Uh, no, I, it goes away. So as no. soon as you do it, then they disappear. Like the ones, do you see this voice text I sent to Rogan the other day? Yeah. It gives two minutes and then it disappears. Mm -hmm. So I can't play it. Or maybe I can. I'm, I don't know with those. Anyway, my point is, my point is, I did that to a couple people. And the amount of shit they're going through in their life when they send these negative things yeah. is mind-blowing. Like, mind-blowing. I bet. And so the fact that someone would reply to you and you just caught them when they happen to be crying, you're like... Oh, that feels good. I got it. <laughs> you not really? <laughs> <laughs> that make me feel good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so not how my brain works. <laughs> I love to see somebody scared and crying. <laughs> uh, oh, well, oh, let me let me tell, let me tell you this. Oh. So, we are um, we are forty eight hours from playing tennis. Oh, hey, do um, we have do we have the video? Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, Andrew sent me the. Right. So, so I want to so I want to just be. I want to I want to front load this. Okay. We are two different type of men. If, if you put one question on the table, you said, hey, did you ever play tennis? I'm going to tell you, skewed the way I do it, that I played tennis. But I'm not going to leave any on the plate. Uh, I'm, yeah, I played in tournaments growing up. Really, really. Well, and technically, I played in like 10 tournaments maybe. And I always lost. I was really bad. But I'm not going to tell you that. I'm, I, I played in tournaments. Because like, I don't think there's... But if you ask Tom, did you play tennis growing up? And he says he played in tournaments. I that did means, not play in tournaments. That means he played I did not in play tournament hundreds tennis. and hundreds of tournaments. I did We're not very play. different men, though. I know, but I did not play tournament tennis. Because okay. I already heard you last week. You were like, I told my coach you played tournaments. I was like, I did not. Okay. I played tennis as a kid recreationally. Recreational. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Not recreational. Recreationally. 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 So... So going into this, Tom said, okay. I've been playing tennis. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Back this up. Back this up. <laughs> See, no, I, no, no, I no, have no. a hard time with how I tell a story. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. The, so you wait, you tell I it. told you that I, this is how this happened. I said, you know, we were doing, we we're just like, you're, you're on the road. And I go, oh, I go, I started playing tennis. I took a tennis lesson. I'm playing tennis again. And you replied, I would destroy you in tennis. <laughs> That is exactly. And I go, what? And you're like, I would destroy you. And I'm like, why? And you're like, I used to play tennis and I'm fucking pretty good. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. 
<laughs> so, I know. Do you realize? That's you like, know I'm telling the like, truth. This is like when you wake up on spring break and you're blacked out and people are telling you what you did. And yeah. You're like, I know they're making some of it up, but most of this is true. <laughs> In this case, it is all true, what I'm saying. I did. It and does then, sound like me, like I would destroy you. <laughs> okay, okay. It does sound And like then, me. like, a couple weeks later, you're like, yeah, I haven't played in a long time. My coach says I need a lot of work. <laughs> Okay. Well, here's here's the reality. This is fun. It's gonna be fun. We're definitely both amateur tennis players. I have no, here's the fun thing. I have no idea what your skill level is in tennis. And I, tennis is one of those was one of those sports where if you if you played a lot and you were good, even if you take time off, like that stroke will still be there, right? Yeah. Like you might your timing's not going to be there. Your rhythm if you take a long time off. But if you were like a competitive tennis player and yeah. you were good, you're probably still good. So I, I have no idea what I'm getting into. I told I was telling my coach, I go, I don't know if I'm going to show up and this guy is just going to fucking destroy. My coach today said, um, I think Tom's going to kill you. And he like he is he has set me up for the way he thinks you're going to play. Really? He he said he said because he's looking at ways to beat me. Mm -hmm. If you if you paid my coach a hundred bucks, you could probably learn how to beat me very easily. He's like. All he needs to do is do this to you. And I was like, <laughs> can we not share that with anybody? <laughs> He's like, look at you. I mean, look at you. So I, I, what was the analogy I said? It's I sometimes when it comes to hitting a ball, it's the same as trying to get laid. I if I see one that's set up, it's like you meet a girl at a bar and you're yes. like, let's get in the car right now. It's like, I kind of want to finish my drink. You're like, are we going to fuck or what? Yes. Like, that's how I play tennis. Yeah. I, by the way, I, I knew that. Yeah. And he was like, are you wearing a shirt to play tennis? And I was like, definitely not. Because my arm, I swing so hard, my arm gets caught in my sleeve. Oh, good. Uh, let's see your promo. We, we recorded promos. You have a promo? Yeah. Hold course. on, you have a promo too? Of course. Oh, shut the fuck up. Of course. Oh, I didn't know you had a promo. We both have promos. Oh, I thought I was the only one that did no, a promo. No, Oh, this is the greatest episode we've ever and done. They, by the way, my suspicion is that both... Like each of our promos is exactly like our personalities. <laughs> That's what I think. I can't believe that. I, well, I'll tell you what, mine's yeah. definitely a thumbprint of mine. Uh, let's hear Can we see Bert's? Dominance, modesty, discipline, masculinity, explosivity, virility. I'm not a role model. Diversity. One, two, three. Yeah! If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie. I'm not above corporate sponsorship. Not the game that I go out there and die for. I am the machine. Tremendous power. Tremendous speed of what did we just see? So what do you think of my set? I think we're going to be actually um, a good match. Really? I do think so. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I think we're probably like similarly matched. I think so. I can't wait to see your video. I think we can probably pull it up right now. Did okay. you shoot yours in 4K? I don't know. <laughs> probably not. Let's see. Try. Try harder.
least try. Keep trying. Try again. Why try? Can I try? I don't try. I win. Fuck you, Bert. Ooh, I like that. Is that the new Tom Segura yeah, logo? Yeah, the new logo, yeah. So there you go. Those like, I mean, those are exactly our personalities. Those are definitely our personalities. Those are definitely our personalities. What do you think of my skill set? I love that none of the balls were hit to you. They were just dropped to you. <laughs> Let me see Tom's backhand again. Two-handed, not bad. I think we're are, we're probably evenly matched. That's what I was saying. This would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let me see Tom's again. That's not... Oh, yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Try hard. You don't have to play the whole thing. I like it. Yeah. I, li I want to I see your skill set. Yeah, it's hard to... It's so hard. we have Josh Potter as our lines judge. Yeah, and we have Kevin Christie as our ump. Nice. And, um, yeah, some people are going to stop by. Who's stopping by? McEnroe, um, Pete Sampras. Can we get Kirk Fox to come by? Look at this. That was just dropped to you. I love this. I love it. Yeah, you like? <laughs> Wham! Yeah. I bet yeah. there's going to be a lot of us not getting to the ball. That's pro There's going to be a lot of unforced errors. I think. Can I tell you my biggest problem that my coach said I need to work on? Yeah, tell me. When we get into a rally that's past two or three things, I start giggling. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought that would be the end of that sentence. Anything, why do you? Why I don't for whatever reason because I start giggling because I go this is why you came to play like you just hit like have these long rallies mm -hmm. and I can't stop giggling. He goes you got to stop giggling man like you just got to like I had a tiger when the rally starts in you got to fucking get serious and I go I can't help it I get really giggly. Do you have an eastern grip? Is that what I see there? Like how do you hold the racket? Well, it's uh, hardcore. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, I have a few tr uh, shots in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of uh, a lot of diversity. What's your strength? Game. You think as a player? Uh, serving. Serving? Really? Yeah, yeah. You have a good serve. I have a I have a I have a pretty. Here's my problem: is I can get the yips in my head. So like, if I get too many, like if I start double faulting, I'll double fault the whole fucking game. But um, but yeah, my serve my my coach thinks my serve is my best part of my game. That can win you a lot of points. Well, if I can just get a serve in. And just can have a good solid serve. I don't need it to be awesome. I mm -hmm. just need it to be solid, where it's like a little bit of spin, and then uh, and then just in in good. Yeah, cool, man. My problem is I get really excited very easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens. I think that. Yeah. And and I have a problem where I I start getting placey, where yeah. I go. So what's your prediction? What's your prediction for the match? Um. I think I think it's gonna be, I think. I think we're both going to turn into two patty cakers. Yeah. Who just try to like get it into the little play. <laughs> we'll be playing ping pong on a big tennis court. We're going to play best of three. Well, I think Mr. Kreischer is making a fine point. Mm. Fucking, where was Lyle in the debates last night? Right? I know, I know. Wouldn't that have been Hold great? On. Hold on. Hold on, let the cunt talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Go on, Bert. Fucking have him. <laughs> Wasn't this a brilliant idea? It was. It, it really, was. really was a brilliant yes. idea. It really Almost was. Almost as good as the fucking holding company which Nadav bought. 
the holding company is there and also people uh from kickstarter reached out and said do you want to start a kickstarter for your holding company you being serious right now yes then the answer is yes the answer is yes let's see if we can raise one billion (laughs) dollars I'm sure they would be thrilled to be like, their, our biggest one ever was for these two fuckheads. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly how we're going to raise the money. This is Wait uh, till we learn how to pitch our guy, thing in Chinese. Uh, do you legit want to run a Kickstarter here? Yeah, the answer is yeah. The answer is yes. And, and we just get to a billion dollars. And then what do we do? Start we're gonna acquiring? Buy we're, well, no, first of all, first of all, if we're being fucking serious about this, and I think that our, our shareholders right now that are watching are probably, yes, what we do is we start with, we start with a, a low ball price, like maybe a million dollars. And then we start doubling down that money. We don't want to let everyone in on this. Right. We want to get these people who trust our moronic ideas and, and, and we start. Hear him we, out. Hear yeah. him out. First thing we do, we're not making a food truck. We're making a condiment truck. A condiment truck that has all the condiments you want for the food trucks. We pony up to the next of the food trucks. We're like, yo, hot sauce. And they're like, yeah, I can use some hot sauce. You're like, come on come over, over man. Here. Dollar, you can use everything on our tray. And the guy's like, fuck yeah. What, what, you, what are the margins on that condiment truck? You think? <laughs> no, not all my ideas. I'm, th- are... I'm thinking like operational expenses and labor. No, that's why actual... we put it up to our, our board of our board of directors. Directors, yeah. yeah. Look, dude. We should start a cult. Guys, uh, we got the first report here. Uh, the condiment truck. Here's what, what we ended up doing. Uh, we spent uh, $32,000 on the truck and the condiments and the labor. And at a dollar a pop to the use of the condiments you want, uh, <laughs> we earned uh, $27 this quarter. Okay, maybe that's not the right See? one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we haven't figured it out totally, but we well, once we do, we start doubling down this money. We start making more money. We start maybe micro investing over in Africa. I don't even know what that is technically, but it sounds like something that the Mormons do. Yeah, we, we do. We I, like who knows? Yeah. There's su- there's such an opportunity for us to make so much money. I cannot wait to be a billionaire. Yeah, and it's gonna happen. It's we gonna just happen. Need, we need them to believe in us, and they do believe in us. Yeah, we look. We got this far with nothing. It's pretty. Cra- it's pretty crazy. If you were gonna gamble on two dudes in the entertainment business, with say you have a hundred bucks in your pocket, and you're like, "Hey, man, I'm not gonna miss this hundred bucks." But if I invest in Tom and Bert, I know that this silly hundred bucks that I was gonna waste on booze has the opportunity to be a million dollars for me. Yeah. I Actually, know, you're starting to sell me now. Yeah. The I don't know if the math works out there. Yeah. I don't know how many hundred dollars are in. I wish a you could place a bet on um, somebody in entertainment. To see if like, yeah, you know I mean, if you go like, oh, this person, let's do it. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're betting on us. Who would you bet on right now? Me and you. No, no, like that's not me and you. Oh, oh, who would I bet on? That's a good call. Oh, Chris Stefano. Yeah, Andrew Schultz. Yep. Uh, Norman. All the new young New York comics the right now. Dylan. I, yeah, D- Tim Dylan. All the young New York comics. I would bet on all of them because I think they're really hungry and they don't give a fuck. Yeah, like they're willing to fly across country without a mask. Yeah. And to do a podcast that's what you need like sam morell sam morell i would have i would bet on all those fucking guys yeah me too Giannis Papas. yep um they're all funny as fuck too is your beer fridge feeling a little empty doordash is your door to beer without the run whatever drink you're in the mood for they've got you 
Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer a peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. The thing about buying jewelry is you really don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what you're looking at often. And the great thing about working with Blue Nile is you have somebody who's a true expert that can help guide you along the way so you don't feel lost, so you know what these diamond grades are. You know you're getting real value. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you don't, they offer 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. I would bet on, like, if you if you said, here, if you're being real about this, if you said, I am uh, Bronfman, sounds like a rich person's name, right? Mm-hmm. Bronfman. Leonard Bronfman okay. owns, owns a, a liquor company. Okay. I got $10 million. What do I do with it? I would definitely double down on me and you because me and you have the cachet to be able to make something yep. with, we could get, we could make a fucking movie in a heartbeat. Can I tell you my latest pitch for a movie? Yeah. Ready? Ready? I need artwork for this. If someone can make artwork for this, we can, we can crowdfund this on Kickstarter. Okay. Make our own fucking movie. Here, here's the pitch. It's a working title. It's called Fat Astronauts. Okay. Okay. Me and Tom are sent to space because they're going to start building moon colonies on the moon, colonies on the moon, but right, they want to know how many to build, and they're going to sell them to regular Americans like me and Tom. So they send us up to the space station with all the things we like: booze, food, weed, porn stars, and they're like, "We want to see if your lifestyle translates to space living, yeah. or if you die." Right. And we get up there and we find out we fucking love it. We don't want to come back. We sabotage it so they can't get us out so that we're locked up there. Do we go up there with porn stars or they send the porn stars send, later? Dude, we're all in the rocket. We're drinking cocktails. We're like, like in the sp- space shuttle or whatever. I haven't worked out like the whole yeah, logistics yeah. of it. I'm in on this. Yeah, and It's like the movie Away. The new Is movie- there like that scene too when we go to NASA and they're like, are you guys here to like fix the, the, the toilets? 
Yeah. And then we're like, no, they're they're sending us up. And then they're like, you're way too fat to be sent. Just like you have to be in really good shape. And then like a higher up goes, it's a new program. We're sending real fat people up. There. We're sending fat people yeah. with drinking problems up yeah. there. <laughs> we want to. Most see Americans how... are like these guys. Yeah, so this like, is most yeah. Americans. Yeah. And if we're gonna make space colonies, we're not gonna sell it to athletes. And then the, we're gonna uh, sell it to people who who want some who have plantar fasciitis and right. want some weight off their feet. And one of the <laughs> one of the uh, engineers has to turn and be like, but these guys. These are guys are way too fat for this. And they're like, it's okay. It's okay. They're probably going to die. Uh, Houston to Space Shuttle 2. Is Tom there? Yeah, this is Tom. We're getting a reading that there's cum everywhere. Uh, uh, yeah, I've been jacking off a lot. Sorry, I didn't know where to put it. I've been blowing it into the walls. <laughs> We're sending porn stars up to help you out. So, fat astronauts. And then, you ready for the yeah. fourth act or yeah. third act, whatever? Yeah. We block it so that we don't have to come home. And then, at the end... We've got to come home and save Earth. Earth? <laughs> wait, I want to wait. Why do we have to go back to save Earth? I don't know. You know, it'd be what, really we gotta sad. Get in shape. There, there could be a funny scene. I got thought of a funny scene. You go like, Houston, Houston. <laughs> and they're like, what? And you're crying and you're like, Tom killed all the porn stars. <laughs> and you see floating like hot porn stars. But they're dead floating around. You're like, Your camera's I'm not on, out. and you see me lick my thumb and wipe blood off the screen. <laughs> and I go, there's blood everywhere. I need to know where the wipes are. <laughs> Fat astronauts. Fat astronauts is funny. See, the thing is, the thing about you said this to me when you started, when we were doing a live event, right? Yeah, October 15th. October 15th. Yeah. When you, once you realize that the live event is us to consumer and no notes. Yeah. You really kind of get an opportunity Dude, to do whatever have, the fuck you want. Yeah, we have Mistress Melody yeah. coming in here. She's going to spank us, and I think, you know, hopefully more. And then we can be like, I didn't know that was going to happen. Um, it's so fucking good. I got 100 milligrams that I'm start, trying to break up Ooh. throughout the show. Good call. Break them up. Slow yeah, roll them. Slow roll them. And then how much? what's the most Tito's you've ever drank in a night? Um, I don't probably handle. <laughs> I'm guessing. I don't know. Which is half a I gallon? To, yeah, yeah. Probably. Probably. I'm guessing. Do you think know. you could do that on the 15th? or? I don't know. We're going to try. We're going to see what we can get un- into us. Um, YMHvirtual.com. But, two bears, one cave, live, a double XL event. But that's the once. So then I think to myself, and this is what you, when you called me and told me about the first one you ever did. Yeah. I started going. To these to are these people listening and watching, like, right? They like the things we think of or, or yeah. we, we connect on whatever fucking level. Sure. Imagine if we made just made a movie for them. That's Th- all that's we need to do. That's the whole idea. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so imagine if we made fat astronauts and then me and you just sat and said what would make them laugh? Like what makes us giggle? What would what, you rather make though? Fat astronauts or the road trip? One? Road trip would be easier. Well no, I bet fat astronauts we can make cheaper because we have to go to space though. No, you don't. Oh, okay. You, it's one location. <laughs> It's one location. And so that would be cheap as fuck. Let me call an exec, a producer real quick and see how much. I'm going to call a, a movie guy. Okay. God damn it. Fucking voice dial. Hmm. All right. Let's see. Um, Tom. Okay. I'm going to call a movie guy and find out budget wise which one's cheaper. Okay. And then. And then we'll just make that movie, but we won't make it for a studio or for anyone other than our yeah, fans. Yeah, exactly. We'll make it for people that want to watch it. 
and 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 we'll just make it as dirty as we want to be. Like, no, I don't need a rating. Yeah, we're just releasing it to this. Yeah, man, racial slurs, do whatever we want. No, well, we'll go shy of those, but yeah, well, yeah, no, yeah. we can put them in. Doesn't yeah. matter. Sure. There's I, no, there's no like woke executive here. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting. Okay. Yeah. Don't call me back. Exactly. We could just be on the be like, ah, oh, man, you know what's nice about I do the, the road trip. I do the road trip. And by the way, I would love if we could get Jennifer Aniston to be our star. Yeah, something tells me that might. Um... Why is, what is wrong with her? Like, I'm, no, I'm being dead serious. Like, like, you reach out to Whitney, you're like, yo, help us get Jennifer Aniston. She was like, And she no. just goes, no. Yeah. She goes, what is it? What's in it for her? That's what's wrong with Hollywood. What's in it for her? Is It's fun. Yeah. What, whoever lost scope of the fun that your job is just to fuck around. Yeah, like a lot of people. Like, it's crazy that you're like, yo, Jen Aniston, like, just hang out with us and, and let's create something fun and we'll laugh. We're really funny and you can bring bodyguards. Well, we got we heard back actually from Jen's, uh, yeah, reps. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, what they say? She already committed to do a couple podcasts and uh, <sighs> doesn't want to do ours. That's not true. Yeah. Are you being serious? Totally serious. She didn't, they didn't say she doesn't want to do yours. It's just that she's already doing a couple of podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, fucking. <laughs> Can I tell you that's what, that's what somebody n- saw that I was about to say name. <laughs> it's fucking such bullshit. Yeah. Can I tell you that's what cultural appropriation feels like? Yeah. Is when you've been in podcasting forever and then like nine, what, 10 years have been doing podcasts and then celebrities come in and do a podcast and then all of a sudden. Everyone's like, oh, you do one too? And you're like, I'm the reason they do one. Yeah. Like, we're all the reason. Like, yeah, Joe's big now, but we remember when when, when Red Band would just fuck that show up nonstop. <laughs> Dude, speaking of I those, remember that uh, I go, does anyone listen to your show? To Joe? This is like really early on. Oh, yeah. He was like, yeah, definitely. And I go, how do you know? And he goes, because my message boards. Because he, he had message boards on his website. Yeah. Oh, so I people could that. like. I signed comment. up for that message yeah. board. And I was like, that's how you know people are listening? He was like, yeah, there's like back and people are enjoying it. And I was like, okay, man, this guy's crazy. God. I remember when you and him had the snowflakes on the screen. Yeah. When you used to do his podcast and it was like back before. Yeah. I remember Isla, the first Rogan episode I ever listened to, Isla saw you on the computer and hit a button. It was on like Twitter or MySpace or something. Yeah. Hit a button and it went into a bit, whatever it was, it was on the big screen. Isla was sitting in my recliner. And she was watching you and Joe on my computer. And I went, what are you doing? And I sat down with her and we watched that episode. It must have been like, I'm being not even joking, episode 10. It was like one of the very, very first ones. Yeah. And uh, I watched it with Isla. I had just hit a button on my computer and it went big screen. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And that's when I started, that's when I fell in love with the podcast. His podcast. I mean, obviously, I was a fan, I was a fan of his podcast way before I even knew him. By the way, sidebar on this. There's someone's podcast like maybe I shit on I don't really remember but Dak Shepard's podcast mm-hmm. um, have uh, you have not listened to the one where he talks about sobriety have you no because all I heard was that he fell off the wagon is dude that- it is so it is first of all it's fucking awesome it is one of the better podcasts I've ever listened to really yeah because he is one he's a hundred percent honest. But it's like in a really like, like take, it's fucking just, I, I mean this respectfully, but like he didn't get into podcasting because he was in love with podcasting. I think he got into podcasting because 
probably someone an agent brought it to him or like i don't think he was like a big rogan fan a big Marin fan i think he probably found podcasting was like hey let's see if we can flip this into some money yeah. and, and mostly it's like celebrity interviews and they're very it's very it is very hollywoody kind of it's not like the gritty like no no one at spotify would boycott his podcast like they'd right. all be like we're so lucky to have it it's a real gem you know yeah and like we're not going into spotify anytime soon they would never let this shit on there ever yeah. they yeah. would boycott us so fucking fast yeah and we're... i think their first like the first thing they would put it they go bert's a problem that's yeah. what they would write well they would say oh shit tom caught a body <laughs> <laughs> my point is i'm not i'm not trying not to shit on dax's podcast at all I'm, I, but because ever since I said something about it, I started listening to it. It's really good. There's some Hollywood talk I'd take out of it. You know, just Hollywood talk. W yeah. When you hang out with enough actors, you hear kind of just Hollywood talk is very insightful. But now that I've listened to this episode, I go, oh, he's done a lot of work on himself. Like he was a shit show back in the day. I didn't know. I don't know anything about <clears> him. <throat> oh, I mean, I know, I know who he is, but I, did, I don't know anything. So he was sober for 16 years, no drugs, no alcohol, but like. When he's very specific, he's like, it's not drugs and alcohol. It's Coke and beer. It's Coke and booze. Like, Coke and booze was his thing. And then you start going, oh, I really want to party with that guy. Then you hear how he falls off the wagon, and he falls off the wagon on pain pills. And he falls off recently? Uh, re yeah, well, I, he fell off a couple times. It's a little tough to follow. Not tough to follow, it's just I'm not the best listener. But he <laughs> fell off like... When he was doing, I guess there was a TV show called Parenthood that was from the movie Parenthood with Steve Martin. I didn't even know that. I love that movie. Wish I'd seen that TV show. He was on it, and I guess he broke his wrist on his motorcycle, and they gave him Percocet or Vicodins, and he gave them to his wife and said, "Dole them out." You should. By the way, I'll, I'll tell you everyone. You should go listen to this to Dax's podcast. Which one is it? It's. I think it's called Day Seven. I think that's the title of it. It is so fucking good. It is so good, and he is so open and honest. And I, I was like, I was, I've listened to it. I listened to it straight. I could not stop yeah, listening to called, it. It's titled Day Seven. It's called, titled Day Seven. And what's crazy is he talks about ego and about the ego of sobriety. As much as I party, I don't. I, oddly enough, I don't think I have a problem with drugs and alcohol the way people that do have a problem are. Like he said, like he would take. He would not take his pill at night so that he could double up in the morning. And what's insane about his insight, and by the way, these are his insights, I'm sharing them with you, is he said there was, and I do identify with this 100%. Mm -hmm. I mean, so much so that it like tapped into me and I went, whoa. Is he loved being in control of being able to give himself a good mood? Right. And I was like, that's my whole thing with treats, is like, I want to be able to treat myself so I can get, I, like if I'm sitting there with nothing, I'm like, uh. He was like, there was no better feeling than two Percocets, two 30 milligram Percocets and a cup of coffee. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. Now I'm God, like, I can feel that buzz right now. Fuck. Back in my head, going <clears throat> to my neck. And he was like, what? he said another thing. He goes, it's not the, the Percocet's supposed to just take away the pain. He goes, it's not that that I like. I like when the extra one, where you go, oh, it's, t it's taking away the pain, and then, then there's a little, little English on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. So, I haven't taken pain pills in forever. Yeah, the last... I had the worst ones, and I, I, you know, I don't have pain pills regularly. Yeah. Last time I remember taking pain <clears throat> pills was like wisdom teeth coming out or something, you know. Yeah. So I had that hernia operation, and they're like, "You're going to be in a lot of pain tonight, tomorrow, 
and the next day and the next day. And I go, great. Do I get, I'm assuming I have pain pills. And they go, yeah, yeah. So I'm getting out of the hospital and the nurse goes, um, here you go. This is what the, the doc gave you. Uh, not that strong. And I go, I'm sorry. What do you mean it's not that strong? She goes, I mean, you're just looking at it and like, these aren't that strong. And I go, well, can I get the strong ones? <laughs> and she goes, I mean, you have to make an appointment with him. I'm like, I'm in the hospital. Yeah. Just have him come down here. <laughs> and she's like, well, he's not here right now. He already left. And I was like, <laughs> I go, so what the fuck are you telling me? It's just, it's just going to hurt. And she was like, well, she's like, I just thought that like, they'd give you something stronger, you know? Um, this is like, these are like five milligram, whatever. And, and I go, I'm a big guy. Like, this is not, I'm not going to feel oh, this. Dax told me they are only made for certain weights. The, yeah. the prescriptions are made for a certain weight class. So once you're a bigger, Dax told me, I heard on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a fucking, by the way, I'm sure I go, Dax talks a lot of Hollywood talk. And he's like, and you talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Dax could find any holes in the things you say. <laughs> No, but it sucked, man. And so I started doubling up on the pills. Nothing, yeah. nothing. And then they're like, they're like, oh, you can take some, um, like some Tylenol with it, and you'll be fine. And I was like, great. They sucked, man. Oh. It was the worst. I ended up getting some other stuff. The uh, well, that's what he ended up doing. Is he ended up buying stuff like on the side. Yeah. But he was keeping it from everyone. But everyone, I don't know if everyone knew his his co-host. Uh, his co-host, can I tell you the most interesting thing is I get hooked on something mm -hmm. where I can't not hear it anymore. Him and his co-host both say the word D-I-D-N-T without the second D in it. Didn't? They go didn't, didn't, didn't. Huh? They both say didn't. As I, I maybe, I, maybe it was my phone the way I was listening to it. They I, don't say didn't? They don't say didn't. They say didn't. Okay. It's interesting. I, it's really interesting, and I, 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 I couldn't stop not hearing it then. And they both do it. They both go didn't. And I wonder if it was, if it's because they're from like I think they're both from like Detroit or something. I don't know where Dax is from. Seems like he's from Detroit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> do you like how I just add something in that is yeah, not this real? Is all... Find out where Dax Shepard's from. There you go. Michigan. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It seems like he's from Michigan. He probably, I'm sure he said that in the podcast. I'm sure he said that. In the you podcast. didn't just like yeah, yeah. figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, but you've uh, probably heard it multiple times. Yeah, my point is, and by the way, I got to give a big shout out to the Armchair Podcast because they, well, the last time we armchair talked about expert. Uh, Armchair Expert, the last time we talked about the podcast, they sent me a shirt. Oh, and I've been wearing the shirt. It's actually a really good shirt. Okay, and that podcast that he did, Day Seven, is so fucking amazing. I'll check Everyone it out. Everyone check it out. I'll it's check really it out. Great. Um, so what's up with the comment section? I just see that in the notes here. Uh, the cabin. Is it like all? Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not looking at that. Okay. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Okay. People wrote, "I hope no dogs were hurt in the making of this series." I guess this is for the trailer for your new show. Well, the well at the cabin is filled with Kool Aid. Yeah, but th this happened before Kool Aid. Why couldn't he get his good friend Adam Sandler on? Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> Big respect to everyone involved for dealing with Bert's smell. He has no pool to shower in out there. You could only imagine the smell. That's actually not true. I had a hot tub that I showered in. Excited for the Jen Aniston episode? Yeah. How fucking fun would that be if Jen did your cabin show? Apparently she won't. She's got other cabin shows lined up. <laughs> I'm going to try it out. Don't be stingy, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone likes it. Everyone liked the trailer. The trailer's the, the great. The trailer came out great, and, uh, and the show's funny as fuck. Um, so but, people were but, removed from your show, but but yeah, <laughs> I have the oh shit 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 shit. What? I'm, I'm accidentally FaceTiming that guy. 
Okay. Um, you know what's so funny? I, I, I have the funniest thing to tell you, but yeah. I can't I can't say it right now because it would be... Oh, Ooh, take that name out. Sorry, I'm I'm in I'm in a, doing a podcast. Hey, I have a quick question about a movie, okay? Sure. Um, so what if which one is more cost effective? A movie of me and Tom in space, where the majority of it takes place on a spaceship, or me and Tom doing a road trip movie? Uh, probably in spaceship. Yeah. And how do we how do we achieve zero gravity, or do we just go and they turn gravity on, and now we can walk around the spaceship? <laughs> uh, you'd be on wires, I would think. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. All right. Spaceship movie. Okay. Fat, Fat astronauts. astronauts. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's also a really good uh, reason to not like try to get in shape before you shoot this. <laughs> Every time we're like, oh, I'm taking care of myself. We're like, hey, don't take too good of a care of yourself. Yeah. I'm probably getting shoot, ready for a roll. Got to shoot fat astronauts. <laughs> So we might have to need, might need to gain weight to make it funnier. By the way, I'm not opposed to that at all. Yeah, I already think I've already pictured. <laughs> what if we show up like fucking two ninety five? Imagine how funny we could make this movie for just the people watching. Like if 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 the only expectation was our fans. Yeah, we could make and how, like how many? Uh, okay, so so movie ticket costs. Um, like twenty bucks, right? I don't know. I don't know. How, I haven't bought a. I, let's say some. Let's say fifteen, right? In 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 major cities, fifteen bucks. Yeah. I wonder if we could get. Oh, um, we have a million views on YouTube, but we're not going to get all those million. What if we could get five hundred thousand people to pay ten bucks? Mm -hmm. Then that's five million dollars. We could make a five million dollar movie. If five hundred thousand people pay ten, 10 bucks. bucks, that's five million. That's not five million. No. How much is it? <laughs> I think that's like fifty million. <laughs> This is how we're gonna make our billion. Right? This is the kind of math that makes us billionaires. Aren't you glad you're a part of the holding corp? No, it's five million dollars. You're right. Oh, yeah, it's five million dollars. Shit, it's a good thing we got me on this team. I know. Speaking of money, Fuck, that's not enough money. No shit. We that's need okay, so we need because the budget. Even if we make this, you know, low budget, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a few million dollars. How much do you think we could raise off of Kickstarter to make that make a movie? I guarantee we could get ten million dollars to make a movie on Kickstarter, and then and then if we give those everyone that chips in, we give them points on the movie. Oh, that's a not a bad idea. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Ah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not good at math, obviously, but we don't want to do that. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to talk about money because you like certain good things, okay? And I don't. I don't okay. like. I never. I'm not. I'm. I don't. Certain things just I don't get into. Like I'm not really into cars. I'm not. Uh, really into, yeah, like, you're not really into cars, but but I did get a dope ass car. <laughs> and so, but okay. but um, are you gonna tell people or no? No. And so we're gonna. But shoes. You're into shoes, and I I'm not into shoes. shoes. Yeah. And I bought a very nice pair of sneakers that I don't understand. Show me. So these these are the sneakers. Okay. Yeah. So they have this, by the way, they came with this stupid-ass fucking tag. And oh, I, these are off-white. I don't know what that means, but well, yeah. Well, this is a Virgil Abloh's line. That what? He, uh, Virgil Abloh's the designer. So he got like a lot of notoriety when he started doing, he did like. Are you, uh, are you making this up right now? No, no. He did like Kanye's, all his early covers, you know, like uh, College Dropout and all those things. And then he went on to start off-white, and he's also Louis Vuitton's like design, creative director and stuff. So he does like a lot of, he does a lot of like, um, what's it called? Like, 
what's it called when you work with somebody else? I can't think of collaboration. Yeah, he does a lot of collaboration stuff. But this is like his specific tell is like you know he he writes these you know these things on the shoe and then these these tags are Those part tag, of, you're supposed to wear the tag that is yeah, ridiculous i think it's kind of ridiculous too but yeah he does things like like the quotes shoelaces that's all virgil abloh stuff yeah for real yeah these are i imagine these the were, time he motherfucking brilliant and shit <laughs> <laughs> these i imagine are, are were probably pretty expensive they were they were 700 dollars. jesus yeah 700 but i so i that's, didn't you saw that and you paid 700 dollars. well no i doesn't seem like you i was drunk okay this all right now i'm buying it and I just found out what stadium goods was. Okay. And so I'm looking at shoes. And I was looking for stage shoes. And considering that I only wear... Those are good stage shoes. I was only wear jeans and that's it on stage. Yeah, and shoes. I, th- I yeah. thought maybe I'd class up my shoes so that it looks like I, I tried. Yeah. You know? So I bought these shoes. You've spent $700. Okay, yeah. I, do, I don't know what an expensive shoe costs. Well, I'm just saying. It just feels very not burnt. But then yeah. you said you were drinking. I was drunk, and okay. I looked at it, and I was like, I like the, I like the color of the shoe, and I, I, I saw the tag. I didn't know the tag was going to come on it, I, and so I and I know what an off white is. I know that yeah, but I didn't yeah, know you're supposed that. to wear the tag with it, so I, I just mean, took yeah. the tag off. That's what like the fashionistas would keep this on. Right? Yeah, and so and then I and then so how'd you take it off? I just uh, I just slid it off. It just you just untied oh. the lace. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Instead of cutting it, I almost cut it. Well, you could. Well, it, yeah. But then I was gonna sell them. I was gonna sell them back because I don't want them. You don't want them anymore. Well, no. I, I now I, I'm wearing them today for the first time ever. Do and you I've like had them? them? They're really comfortable. Dude, they look dope. They're really comfortable. I don't know about this shit. Yeah, but I mean, look at them. Those shoes look dope as fuck, man. Yeah, but like this is silly. Like yeah, what a is little this? bit. It's like the weirdest looking shoe. When I think I would just like. You're a fashion guy now. I think I would just like. I want to just take out the. The this stuff. I met Virgil Abloh the day he got his um, Louis Vuitton appointment. It was all in the news and stuff. How, who is Virgil Abloh? Let me see a picture he, of this a, dude. He's a let, let me, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess right, how old he is eyes, right Close now. your eyes. I'm gonna guess. What do you think he looks like? He's French. He's got white hair. Uh huh. He it's balding. Uh huh. And he is 54 years old. Okay. And he's got a white shirt on in the picture. I'm gonna see. Okay. Open your eyes. He's black. Yep. I did not expect that yep. at all. That's him. Oh, Virgil Abloh. He must be. He must be Haitian. Mm, don't know. Don't Abloh? want to comment on that. But I'm guessing. A, I don't know. I really don't know. So we can, he's, sure a, we he's like out. a designer. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It's so funny the way the way I pictured him was not this, and so it, that makes sense that he would wear these. I was I, when I was like a white guy made these. Like, that didn't make sense. Now that I see now him, it all I'm makes like, sense. Well, now I'm like, oh, they do. Now they are cool. <laughs> Once a black guy makes them, I'm like, okay, I, yeah, they're dope now. He's pretty dope. Okay, these aren't bad shoes. Then oh, I'm only gonna wear them on stage because I don't like. I, I have stage shoes that I only wear on stage. Yeah, stage you, shoes are good. Yeah, and I then I, you fly with them, and I keep them in a bag. Yeah, and yeah. I Bring them out for the stage. That's the way to do it. Do I rock this little fucking? This is stupid. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's very Bert. I'm gonna put it on a keychain. Do it so people know that I like. Fancy shit. And then Virgil will be like, hmm, good idea, Bert. Virgil Abloh. What an interesting fucking name. Can you Bert. look at his... Um... Type in... I wonder what... Can I tell you the shoes I really want? Yeah. The, these are the ones I really want. I would never spend this much. They're the Nike SP Dunk Tiffany's. No, I just wanted to know like his wiki and stuff. Ooh, I'll, fo- I'll follow him on Instagram. How much is he worth? American designer, uh, Louis Vuitton, chef 
executive officer. Chief executive Chief executive officer. Yeah. On the label Off-White. What's that cool fucking name? He's Off-White. from Rockford, Illinois. That is and he's not 39. Asian. He went to the University of Madison, Wisconsin. What a great fucking school. Mm-hmm. What a great fucking school. Top five schools you could go to right now. Colleges that you would want to have that college experience. By the way, University of Wisconsin at Madison, definitely fucking one of them. It's a fun it's a place. It's the first place I got high, high, high out of my mind when I was 14. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would like to go. I'd love to go Ohio State. I think Ohio State would be a great experience. That would be fun. Um, I think Florida State, I did it right. That was the greatest life experience I've all, I'll ever have. It was so fucking fun. Really? Oh, my God. I wouldn't mind going to like a small private school that's like in a town where like not a lot of people live mm-hmm. you know like uh like swanee or something you like these so, wait so, yeah i do like those but those didn't how much do those cost 100 bucks yeah 90 so bucks. you can get good shoes for n- not 700 dollars. <laughs> yeah yeah you can't but i do think those are super dope they're cool they're cool but only if you know they're cool you know what leanne thinks what they're fucking ridiculous she goes take them off i'm not walking around with you with laces pink laces on your shoes no i think they're cool do you think Push would like these? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I like them. Oh, oh, I don't need to put it back on. Um, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not a big. I feel like I have a hard time spending money. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I just, I feel per, part of me feels like the second you, you know, I was, I was saying this to someone the other day. It's a fine line between being humble and then say, and then acting like I deserve to be here. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, as opposed to so many times in this business, we've seen guys w- and women and women, definitely women as well, who behave like they're the best in town. Yeah. And you're like, you're not that good. Like you need to check yourself a little bit. Yeah. But then there's a fine line between having a little bit of what they have and then being humble, mm-hmm. you know, or being sometimes too humble. Like I would say Rogan and, and Burr at times are too humble. Like, like. Rogan is, I remember Rogan telling me one time he wasn't famous. And I was like, okay, let's, let's, cause I was telling him I was famous. He's yeah. like, bitch, you're not famous and I'm not famous. And I was like, first of all, you might be right about me, but you're fucking definitely famous. Yeah. And by the way, I'm famous cause I know you. Okay. <laughs> but like, but there's a fine line. So I have a hard time yeah. spending money. I just don't want to spend money cause I'm afraid that if I spend money, then I look like I'm going to, and then, and then people get a reason to laugh at you when you fail. Oh, because you spent you spent your money. Oh yeah, look at this. Look at this fucking guy. Just bought this, and now look at him. But know. then you, but you do spend money. I do spend money. Got those shoes. You got a new car. You're building another house. <laughs> it's got robbed. Yeah. Yeah, it got robbed. What happened? Uh, can I tell you? Do that? you think? Do you think they were like, we'll teach Bert for spending all this money? No, no it was Leanne that spent the money. It was they took all our appliances. Of it, from your new house, yeah, and they were just installed appliances. No, no, no they hadn't been installed yet. We just oh, ordered like them. Set, oh, They're gosh. about to be installed in like a couple of days. And I imagine it's probably pretty expensive. It was pretty expensive. Yeah, it was really expensive. Yeah, but you know, insurance covers it. Not saying that. But this is like new ovens and fridges and all that stuff. And ice maker, great ice maker. Yeah, great. You know, you know, I love fucking. Kool-Aid. If there's one thing I would bet that you have an awesome order on, it's an ice maker, bro. Yeah. I spent extra money on this ice maker hey. because I wanted a certain type of ice. Big fucking spender over here. I want a certain type of ice. I got what kind the, of ice. Popcorn ice. Like popcorn ice. Yeah, like the kind that you get you when you go to the kind you get you go to like a, a restaurant. You know the the drive throughs that give you a styrofoam cup and you get yes. the popcorn ice? Yeah. Oh dude. Is that an expensive machine? It, it was. It's gone now. 
and I and then and I could it's on back order, so I can't get one, so I can't get fucking popcorn ice cream. I pork. Stop putting popcorn ice cream in there. Yeah. What kind of man eats ice cream? Yeah. <laughs> it just auto populates. I know. Um, popcorn ice is fucking the best, and so I got. I we'll see if we can get it. I might just hold off and not even get an ice maker until I can get the ice maker I want. Because I, I really want... I'm like a big into ice. <laughs> so, please. Oh, there's I, nothing, please isolate that. There's no... I'm big into ice. There's nothing better than so, like... No, I didn't think so. Wind your neck in, bruv. Listen to the machine. Thank mm. you. The... When you make like a big cup like this, right? And you fill it with ice. And then you pour like a soda in there. The soda is that much better. Yeah. I'm a big cocktail guy, right? Cocktail, when... There's nothing worse than going to someone's house and they and they're running out of ice. And you're no, like, it, it sucks. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. And I'm Elna Baker. And we have a new podcast. It's called Pretty Sure I Can Fly. Yep. We've teamed up with my friends and barmates from Smartless to create a podcast where we talk to folks who have more balls in a bowling alley. People who accomplish something extraordinary despite people telling them that it couldn't or shouldn't be done. You'll hear stories about the Air Force doctor who buckled into a 600 mile per hour rocket sled and became the fastest man on the planet. And a man who wrestles alligators and sharks for fun. Do not do this. <laughs> You'll hear about a foul-mouthed moonshiner. Got a two-inch dick and a six-inch tongue and knows how to use both of them. <laughs> and an even more foul-mouthed female stunt pilot. We got bull riders. Balloonists. Bobsledders. And big wave surfers. People who lay their balls on an anvil and hand the other fellow the hammer. Okay. I bet you've actually done that, Johnny. Maybe for sweeps. Follow Pretty Sure I Can Fly on the Wondery app. Or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Pretty Sure I Can Fly early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, can I tell you, I'm going to name one comedian who does not believe in ice, who does not have ice in his house. Try to guess, does not have ice in his house. Wait, the way you're saying it makes it sound like you're talking about Sebastian or something. No. But you're like, Dude. does not have ice no, no. in his house. Sebastian's got the best ice in town, I, I, I guarantee yeah. you. Like, look, think about this. Ready? Yeah. Think about com. Let's let's name off comics that would care about the kind of ice they had in their house. Okay. Meaning, like, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, first of all, I've always got ice, and I and got I, different and, kinds, and of ice. I got good ice. I guarantee you, Sebastian Maniscalco has the best ice in town. Probably. I almost want to. I call thought you him. were leaning into an impression. I want to call him right now. Do you have his number? Yeah. Let's call him and see if he cares about ice. And if, if he, I call him and say he's gonna be like the fuck, you call him. Because okay. I think <laughs> I don't think I have his number. I have his really? number, but I don't save it. So that one is that the number you have? He also changed numbers three times. This one I have. Jesus, no, I don't. I don't have that one. Try this one. No, or try yours. I think mine's new. Okay, then wait. Then... When was the last time you talked to him? You talked to him recently. No, what? It wasn't recently. Okay. And it's also the third number he's given me. Oh, I don't have that number. Well, but I'm saying right, you might have the right number. number. Okay. Uh, by the way, this might be Sebastian Bach. <laughs> I do have Sebastian Bach's number. 
What am I? Doing? Yeah, what's up, baby? It's not. It's going to voicemail. All right, you try the new number. You try it. No. He's going to be like, what are you calling me about ice? But if you call me, he'll be like, yeah, Bert calls about ice. Let's see if that's the... Uh, I have two numbers for him. Try this one. No. Why not? I've already, I've already psycho called him. No, you didn't psycho call him. Right now, it? he's got another phone on his table ringing. He's like, God damn it. Who the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> call this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought you were doing. <laughs> Shut up. Oh. <laughs> Just, just dial it. I'm looking at it. All right. What if he, what if he answers? He's like, "How'd you get this number?" What the fuck, bro? When I don't pick. Uh, did you put it in right? Yeah, I think so. Stop hey, saying me... the numbers. <laughs> Yo, I'm sick of this motherfucker. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> knock him in his motherfucking jaw, nigga. <laughs> Alright. No, you got wow. you got a dead number, you I got think. A dead number. Um, so Should I try it? Yeah, yeah, try it. Let's see. You disconnected this one? This is the third one. Yeah, I got the new number. Jesus Christ. So man. um I'm gonna text. I'll text him. I think I'm almost certain I got his text. Jesus Christ. One time he reached out to me, he was like, Did you tell a guy in New York? to call me about my finances <laughs> i was like fuck no <laughs> he's like some guy called me did you hey i'm doing a podcast with tom and we're talking about ice and we'd love to have your hot take on ice all right that, what if he like he's like ah, i didn't know it was ice hold on right, hold second. on a second i got a thing <laughs> I got a lot of things to say about us. I bet he does. I guarantee you. I guarantee you Sebastian's the kind of guy when he when he bought his new house. Yeah. I guarantee he's the kind of guy who's like, uh, let me see the ice maker. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, well, it has six fridges. Which one, you, which one do you want to see? So guess the comedian who did not. I went to his house to do a podcast. Yeah, I want to know. I want to know. he didn't have ice. And he's like, I don't believe in ice. And he was like, oh, you, you need ice? And I go, you don't have ice? And he was like, why would I need ice? I was like, well, how do you drink? Just drink? tell me. So, so let's hold on. Let's think. Marin. No, no, Marin's Marin had ice. Marin's got it. Have you seen his? New I'm just house? thinking of podcasters. No, it's not, it's not Marin. Um, okay, whose house did you go to to do a podcast? Fitz? No, you would do it at his house. No, he's a big ice guy. Oh, he's a big ice guy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about ice? Talking to me? Uh, okay. Um, I don't know. Bobby Lee. Oh. Now it's, it's like it's you're talking ice. about a fucking mental ward. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't believe in ice. Okay. Do they have ice at Cedar Sinai? I mean, yeah, okay. I had I believe to take that. frozon fruit from his fridge and He's put like, it in my He's like, why do I why would I have ice? Why would I have ice? And I went, I go, Well, who wouldn't have ice? He goes, I don't drink. And I said, Bobby, other people use ice for other things than just making cocktails. Yeah. Didn't have ice. Let's I guarantee see. you, I guarantee you, Whitney has a great ice machine. We'll see about Bobby, so. Yeah, ask him about fucking ice. He won't answer. Oh, you think he's awake? Oh, that's right. It's way too early. Yeah, him and Isla have to carry the same hours. She sleeps in that much? She's sound asleep right now, I guarantee it. What? She slept 
She hasn't. She actually didn't get out of bed one day for 24 hours. That's a good sign. It's kind of like, yeah. They're like, do you have to go to the bathroom? She's like, I already did it. <laughs> like, in the bed? Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> God damn it. I don't have Bobby Lee's number. Theo wouldn't give a fuck about ice. No, no. I don't know. I think he might appreciate good ice. You think? What about... Um, yeah, I think so. I mean... <clears throat> Not it, the funny thing is, once you said Bobby, I was like, "That's not surprising." Of course, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, everything got robbed. Can I tell you what really broke my heart mm. about this robbery? So I had planned my one splurge for this house was I was going to build a moat. By the way, there, is there like recording? Is there a camera of the, of the robbery? I don't know. You want you want to hear how a divorce almost started? Fucking, I fucking Leanne. We got all these cameras, and then. I go, well, thank God we have the cameras. And she's like, I haven't put them online yet. And I was like, well, why would we get the cameras if we're not going to use them? She was like, I don't know. I, why, I, why? Yeah. And, and Sounds I like just, a real fucking broad move. I got so fucking angry. And I was like, so we bought all these cameras. All these cameras are on, but they don't record. She was like, well, I, I didn't think we were going to get robbed. And I was like, well, no, that's the whole point. That's no one point, knows yeah. you're going to get robbed. And that's why you have the cameras. So in case you get robbed, you can go, oh, that's what these people look like. Let's just put this to the police. Right. The police came and they were like, I was like, are you guys going to do fingerprints? And the guy went, <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> and I was like, no fingerprints? And he goes, nah. He was like, welcome to LA, buddy. And he was like, this is the new LA. And he said, I called you and I told you this. He said, this is the new LA. Because of COVID, they're not arresting anyone and they're not charging anyone. and They're not putting anyone in prison. So things are getting a little out of control and petty crime and stuff like this. This kind of shit, no one's going to jail for. It. They're not. They don't even give a fuck. And so he's like, "So, yeah." Who do you think did it, white guys? Uh, I'll tell you what. I could get into the. I could get into the the skinny of it, because here's the deal, and this is what bummed me out is I was gonna have a moat built around my house. Mm -hmm. I was not a moat. It was gonna be like a koi pond, right? But in the front, I was gonna dig this huge koi pond because I thought that is the best line of defense. Well. They are digging up, they're currently digging up all our lines in that yard. So there are, no joke, I am not joking, nine foot deep trenches all over this yard. And this, these people went through this. They went over the trenches. The trenches oh. are fucking four feet wide. This was, this was definitely Mexican then, you're saying. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? It had to be someone good. Great fucking point, Tom. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I would think I would. I it's, it's so funny. I didn't. I assumed build it was... the moat. Build the moat. <laughs> build that moat. Dude, they got over trenches that are literally like three feet wide, three feet wide, nine feet deep that surround the garage. I mean, they surround where they got and they took an ice machine two refrigerators. They took it over the fucking moat. And so I was like, moats are useless. Like you think a moat would make sense? These guys did, they didn't have a problem. They took my bows and arrows. The, I bought bows and arrows for the girls. We've been shooting bows and arrows. They took three hundred or thousand arrows. I think I had thousand arrows, two bows. I had fucking all this shit in the garage, and they just went through. You feel violated when you get robbed like that. You feel so violated. I, and I was angry, and then and everything was spinning apart. I told you about some of the stuff in there that was like like fucking shit falling apart, and I got so livid, and I was like, just get this day done. Just get this day done. Um, can you tell me to end on a nice note? What's going on with this mural that I, I saw a little oh. shot of? What's happening? Where is this? This is in Zany's Nashville, 
And if I'm not like the back side of the club, I yell on the on the yeah side I think on the side it? side wall. They're doing they're doing murals of comedians, and I think if I'm not mistaken, they're putting you right next to me. Really? Take a look. That's you. That's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I think it's you, Nadav. Who does that? Does that look like Tom? I I can see a, a bit of a resemblance. Yeah, that's Tom. Bald head, big nose. Oh. Dude, you got your nose off a little bit. That's a good one of you. Isn't that good? Oh, and they got your fucking catchphrase on your hat? hundred percent. I love that they made my teeth a little white. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't go multicolored. Snoop told me I need to go. By the way, you know I spit bars to Snoop and he fucking loved them? Oh, yeah? Yeah. I spit, Which... And I told him, I said, you know, I almost signed a record deal. I almost did sign a record deal. You know that, right? No. Oh, yeah. I got offered a record deal. By whom? Where? Um, when? Big New York company. How long ago? a few months ago and why I, would they offer you a record deal because I, I spit bars hey 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 tom shut the fuck up let bert speak he's got a point here listen to him <laughs> i'm gonna take these away from you <laughs> our live event's gonna be so fucking good it is gonna be good it's gonna be so fucking good here's the thing we're gonna can be we, drunk can, can, and can, high and, and what the, we should do is yeah. we should we should also block certain people from being able to watch it how do we do that I don't know. Like, I'm going to give you a few emails that end in TBS. Yeah. And <laughs> you block those. <laughs> get rid of those. We'll have good ice here. We're going to have a good time. Oh. Ooh. Put that on the list. You need to get some good ice for the event. We need good ice. And by the way, not... Multiple types of ice. Don't just get one one bag of ice. Shout out to North Hollywood Ice Company. There you go. <laughs> Reach out to them about wanting to jump on the live show with different types of hey, ice. Hey, also get in 300 pounds of ice in here. And let's do some polar plunges. Me and you, polar plunge. On the live show? On the live show. Fuck, no. Yeah, it is so good. It's not good. It's, I bet. You want to be in this room in a polar plunge? And we're going to be, are we going to be naked? I don't think so. We should find outfits. But here's actually, our dicks will be out because we have those. We got vibrating dick sleeves that, to see who comes faster. <laughs> but, and actually... Normally, I would say we'd have to hide it, but we can actually just put them on in front of people. Well, I think it's, I think it's good. Can I tell you about a dream that we put butt plugs in each other? <laughs> Doesn't have to be a dream. We could do it. <laughs> I was like, it was set up so that they, they were like, the dominatrix was behind us and like, yeah. all right, who's going to tap out first in a butt plug? Yeah. And there was like $1,000 here and we're going to find out who's going to win the $1,000. We yeah. both put 500 in. And we both put the butt plugs in, and she was like, "I can't go any further on either of you." <laughs> We're like, "Well, we need to, we need a winner in this." Oh my god! Can I see a picture of our dominatrix? Oh my god, she's. Do they know about the dominatrix yet? They know now. It's fine. We have a dominatrix coming for the live event. Yes, there she is. Oh, how old is she? I don't know. Let's get an age on her. Um, it's probably not a good. Let's hope she's over twenty-four. I, she I, is okay. Good, good. I, I can't be around a young fucking dominatrix. I need old hag, haggard. No, dominatrix. she's not an old haggard dominatrix. She's she super is hot, smoking hot. Yeah. Medical. What does it say? Medical. What are the What are the things she What are the things that she can do to us? Hmm. Put on lipstick slowly. Exotically elegant. Let, let's see her interests. Can we go to her interests? Let's see sensual, sensual play. play. Oh, let's do a lot of that. Forced feminization. Sissy play? Humiliation and degradation. Piercing? That's, yeah. Or pegging? Bondage. Pegging. Ooh, I wouldn't mind getting pegged, huh? What's that mean? 
This is fun. You're, uh, we're going to do it. <laughs> wax play, genital spanking, squeezing. What's, what's CBT? CBT. It's a cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay. Is that what it sounds for? I don't know. Medical plays, electrostimulation, general diagnostic, nipple torture. Nice. Chastity control. Keep going. Role play, corporal punishment. God. Sensory play. We got blindfolds. Oh, we're going to do some of that. Sensory play? Water sports. That's pee pee. She's going to piss on us? (laughs) I hope so. Tens. (laughs) Tens. Is that like the dozens? I don't know. Electrical this simulation. definitely seems like a lot of fun. Go to her, um, scroll back up and go to her gallery. She is gorgeous. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know about you, but I, I think I might come first. Wait, I, you're not allowed to come in dominatrixes. Well, I can come whenever I want, Bert. <laughs> I'm not going to come in her. I just meant in my pants. What if the whole thing is just Tom just every now and then just... <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> Nothing. Keep going. Dude, she's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. Yeah. This is a good move for our careers, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Uh, should we run this by our wives shut up (laughs) you know what would be great what is if we got our wives to come in and they could torture our genitals oh yeah like as this lady pisses on us (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna lose her she's gonna see this and be like i'm not fucking pissing on these guys why not she's on your site (laughs) where would you let her would you where would you let her pee on you what do you mean? Like if she was like, uh, okay, I'm going to pee on you. Pick a place. Wherever you want. No, not my face. I'm not going to pee on my face. That's probably the first spot I would ask for. I'm a, how, how long is your stream going to be? How long can I hold my breath? Uh, hopefully a long time. What if she had just like had one of those morning pisses? What like if she just, just like ate like a fucking pound of asparagus? <laughs> just farting on you? Like, just so you know, I have an IUD. A fart box seems like to be the worst type of thing to be into. You know what I mean? Where your head is locked in there. Somebody just sits and farts in your face. That would be so gnarly. So we got we to gotta really come up with, is she going to torture Nadav? Oh, that's what we should have. Is have her in there. And when we go, hey, Nadav, pull that up. And he's like, I'm on it. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> that's a good idea. Nadav, wanna, oh, you- maybe I could give him. I want to give him a, a chiropractic adjustment. That might be good to do on the live show, too. Okay. Ooh, yeah. I wouldn't mind trying that out. Yeah. We can I, do it together. The first chiropractic adjustment I ever got was from a drunk chick on top of an RV at Lake Havasu. That's not a chiropractic adjustment. She was like, I'm pretty sure I can do this. And I was like, you're hot enough. Let's try. She's like, Grr. I was like, I think you just made it worse. <laughs> can I tell you a cool story that happened that trip? Yeah. This is one of my favorite stories. How this, long ago was this? This was um, probably, God, probably 18 years ago. Okay. It was me, Bobby Kelly, Vincent Nastri, and Matt Frost. Okay. And so we were all at this poolside bar at this hotel the poolside bar is here right there's a pool there's bar yeah and the lake's right here and then there's this tall hotel right here and so uh i am sitting there having a beer and all of a sudden i see this beautiful woman in a red dress like a red kind of sundress on the balcony and i look up and she's looking at me and she waves and i wave and then she goes and then she lifts her dress up and shows me she's completely naked underneath it. And then drops it back down and goes, Shh. And 
I'm like, oh God, I want to tell everyone. And I'm, so, but I don't want to. And I'm like, yeah, Bobby, take a look at the girl in the right dress. Just look at her. Somebody look at her. And they're like, what's going on? And then I looked up and she was gone. It was like one of the coolest things. I always want to. His story's not as good as I, I it being there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely wasn't. But I also thought <laughs> that it was going to end with you going up to her room or something. No, I never could close deals on stuff like that. No? No. Is Lake Havasu? Yeah. Anyone that wanted to, anyone that wanted to fuck me, I was like, gross. <laughs> Wasn't that crazy? Yeah. I needed to have sex with people that I didn't think liked me. Like, I wanted, to, I wanted to turn them. Yeah. You know, like, I, I didn't. So somebody who was kind of reluctant to do it? <laughs> that sounds a little rapey, but like if she said no a bunch and like fought me, then I'd be like, oh, that's what I'm into. No, yeah. I'm saying like uh, like someone who just was like where I felt Passed like it was out. No, no, oh. where I felt like uh, I felt like I had to work for it, where I like yeah. had, to, had to show my personality. Not like not someone who's just like throwing themselves at you. If there was a chick that was like, I remember one time a chick was like, hey, uh, we're at Yanni's in Tallahassee, and she was like, so we going to my place or your place, and I was like. Uh, gross. I was like, if you want to do that with me, barely knowing me, you must fuck everybody. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to be. It was like the old Woody Allen joke. I don't want to be a member of a club that's gonna have me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get some of that too. I, I want the chick that doesn't want to fuck me because she's really hot. Right. And then I gotta fight for it and be yeah. like, and like, be like, ah. And come now, on. one time I was in college, I was sitting at like a like on a patio, and this girl walked by, stopped, comes around, and she hands me a condom. I was like. She goes, we're going to use that later. This is like how she says hello. Oh, I like her. Yeah, kind of. I like her in your story. If she did yeah. that to me, I'd be like, ah. Well, I was like, this is a super whore, you know? Yeah. Like, she's. She's a mom now, probably. Oh, for sure. But yeah. that's not gone in her. Super whore is not gone in her. Yeah. Like, where, what happens when you're a super whore mom? Hey, we should do, let's get anonymous submissions from super whore moms. I like it. Okay. Soup, girls that were like, I could not get enough dick in college. Fresh out of college, you would have thought I was writing a paper about dick. And now I'm married and I have to suppress that. Or, 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 or is it in your past? Or is it in your past? Like, and you're like, I don't miss it. Is it just a phase in your life? What's the email? Two bears, one cave at gmail.com. Please use the subject line, super whore mom. <laughs> I think Leanne wasn't a super whore, but no. she was a definitely she was definitely a lot crazier when we first started dating. There's, uh, by the way, one thing that will never leave my memory is driving with her that day. That I remember oh, when I came yeah. by. Yeah, I had no. I mean, I had no idea about that aspect of her personality oh. at all. That's by the way, that's who she was to fuck. <laughs> that fun part of her, like back in the day, she was wild. Leanne was fucking wild. I mean, Dude, wild. She, I remember the night before we got married. The night before we got married. Yeah. We go out. We have a party at her at like in this at this place. I think it's called the the mill or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, and she takes me outside into her into her, a truck, and I'm talking. I mean, jumps my boats like in the in the truck. Like everyone's inside. She like gets me out to this truck and we go out to the truck. And I was like, what's going on? She's like, I always want to talk to you. And I was like, okay. And then fucking straddles me and is making out with me all over me, grabbing my, all over me. And I'm like, oh, we're definitely fucking. And she was like, and then she stopped and she goes, 
you excited about tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, I hope you are. And left. And I went, I'm going to fucking marry that bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the fucking greatest thing ever. I wonder yeah. if she remembers that. She probably remembers that. I bet she doesn't. I Why would she, she not remember that? I bet she goes, uh, yeah, I kind of, maybe. Well. <laughs> this is, how, about, how much you want to bet if I call Leanne? She goes, she goes, honey, I'm busy right now. Okay, let's see. This, and that's the difference. And that's, I just, you want to know something very sweet that I said to her yesterday? What? We were, ta- we were talking about something about, I, I said to her, life's been a little complicated, obviously, with coronavirus and with everything going on. And, I, and there's other stuff I was telling you about, responsibilities you feel. And, and I said, I said, I get why men cheat on their wife at like 45. I get it. I get midlife crisis. I understand it. I'm not going to do it, but I understand it. She was like, so you, wh- what's going on with you? And I said, nothing's going on with me. I just know that at, at a certain age, you go, I'm halfway done life. And, and it may only be 10 more years or 20 more years. And what is it in there for me? Like, would it be cool to start all over and have a brand new family and get a young <laughs> wife? Like, I understand that. I go, but I wouldn't do that. She goes, well, what makes you different than them? And I said to her, honey, I realize one day I'm going to be on my deathbed. And I will be dying. And there is no person I want holding my hand more than you walking me into death and going, it's going to be okay. I go, that's who I want. And she was like, oh my God. She was like, you are so much deeper than I thought you would be. And I was like, well, I know that one day I'm going to be fucking dying and going like I'm scared. And I'm freaked out. And I go, I want you there. I don't want some fucking 22-year-old bimbo going, I didn't get the login for your bank accounts. (laughs) Some fucking dumb slut with fucking blonde hair going like, can you imagine looking at great tits when you're about to die and you're like, I'm leaving that for someone else with, she's going to have all my money and fuck anyone she wants? Fuck that. Yeah. I want, I want Leanne being like, I'll never get married after you. You're my last one. <laughs> skeeter, skeeter, skeeter. Hello? Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm eating something. Okay. Do you remember the night before our wedding? Mm-hmm. Do you remember... Anything special about the night before our wedding? Your mom broke her teeth. What? That, that was like no, mom, no, 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 I meant, yeah, no, no. I meant the, the actual night before our wedding when we all went to that restaurant at the oh, uh, rehearsal dinner. Yeah. No. Do you remember me and you ever going to a truck? No. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Love you too. What did I tell you? Doesn't the thing I remember the most? Why does she not remember that? Is know. it possible that this was a dream that you made up? No, it's not a dream. It's not a dream. How does she not remember that? Who fucking knows, Tom? That's the way her brain works these days. It's just like functional. Get me from, through the day. Get Isla done her homework. It's fucking functional. Get a new wife, brother. I know. You know what I mean? We never even talked about the vow. Wait till she sees the footage of you and Mistress Melody. Then she'll remember. She was there from when I was dating her. I was dating her when I did it with Mistress Isabella. Really? She was cool with it then, so I think she's probably even more cool with it now. Probably. Back then, it was like actual cheating. Right. <laughs> actual. <laughs> All right. I remember going like, I think I'm cheating on my girlfriend. And they're like, you're fine. It's hard to cheat on your girlfriend. You have a full film crew here. And I was like, good call. <laughs> I had a dream that I was a Navy SEAL real quick. I had a dream I was a Navy SEAL last night. I told this to my tennis coach this morning. And my job as a Navy SEAL, we were leaving a convention center, getting to the beach, right? It was a very short mm-hmm. swim. And they said, you're new, so your job is to kind of look out for sharks. And I was yeah. like, okay. So I swam upside down, like back towards the ground, looking up at the sky, looking at all them swimming and kind of like perusing for sharks. And at the last minute, I saw a shark. And I was like, fuck. But we were like waist deep water. 
and I was, we were kind of safe, but I thought it would be cool if I killed this shark, stabbed it, and was mm-hmm. like, I saved your life. Doesn't matter, needs to know when I saved your life, but I did save your life. So I stabbed the shark. I'm in waist deep water, and they're already on the beach. And I was like, yeah, you guys are fucking lucky you brought me. And I lifted the shark up over my head with the knife in the side of it. And they're like, oh, my God, you're an animal. I was like, what? And it was a dolphin. <laughs> in my dream, I threw it. Everyone's like, oh, my God, he killed it. You got to tell your therapist this one. This is a good deep dream interpretation. I'm not in therapy anymore. No? No. This is a good episode. Do you think you don't need therapy anymore? No, I'm done. What what was the point where you realized you didn't need it anymore? Uh, when I realized I was not being truthful. To the therapist? To the therapist. Because oh. we were FaceTiming and I was like, someone's going to record this and then play these and make, and, and then everyone's going to watch all my therapies. And so I started lying because I was like, I'm not going to tell them the truth. Yeah. So I can always go, eh, it's a lie. Yeah. Guys, they made this all up. I've had the same fear. Oh, I'm terrified. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's so funny. I'm terrified that they're going to get my texts. So I don't, I'm not honest in text. Yeah. I'm not honest in anything with social media. Like I'm, I, I keep everything at arm's distance. Can I go, if they get my texts, like if you ever type, type in, we've done this before. If you type in a horrible word in your text, who comes up? Well, that's not good. That's definitely not good. If you type in a horrible word. Like type in. <laughs> yeah. I typed in. I typed in. I typed in a horrible word, and look who types it the most. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, but like, yeah, I, I'm not. I am always cognizant that someone could be recording me. Really. A hundred percent. Like I, to the where sometimes I fantasize. Like this kid was being rude at a fish shop the other day. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I'm gonna fucking smack this kid in the fucking side of it. Like I was like in my head, I was like, I bet his parents would appreciate me smacking him inside of his head for the way that he's treating this old man. The, mm-hmm. Like, and then real quick, I looked around. I go, "There's a camera right there. All right, where's there not a camera where I could smack this kid? Yeah. I wonder if I brought him over to the corner and then beat the fuck out of him." But I didn't. Obviously, I didn't do anything. Yeah. But like, I'm very cognizant of being recorded. Of yeah. being recorded, I stopped talking freely in between breaks on radio stations because I know they record them they and record. they play that as their podcast. Yeah. And so I was like, I just fucking shut my mouth. And try not to say anything. I, I'm honest with you guys when we're in the, like, we're in the lobby. That's, like, probably the most honest I am. Yeah. I watched the debates, and I was dishonest with my reactions to certain things. Like, there were a couple of times where Trump fucking made me laugh hysterically. Yeah. And I would bite my lip because my Nest Cam's on. And I was like, if someone gets hold of my Nest Cam and sees me spitting wine out of my nose at this fucking lunatic yeah they're gonna be like he's a fucking cancel him cancel him but man trump had me rolling that's paranoia almost man it well it you think about it alexa is all over the place that's true they i guarantee you they're and then remember that time that amazon was like oops when somebody's conversation was sent to them or something remember it was like recorded and sent and they were like oh there's something in this thing that we didn't program right that dude like, hmm what if I found out? What if I said, what, and, and who's to say they haven't put this in there? And by the way, why wouldn't they put this in there? When you watch that, have you watched that Netflix documentary about social media? Yeah, The Social Dilemma. Yeah. Social Dilemma. And then you start going, yeah, they're humans that made this. And the humans are also really brilliant. And they can put these little Easter eggs in there that you don't know about. Yes. What is it until the day that they walk into your house and they're like, uh, are you guilty against crimes against uh, Trump? And you're like, excuse me? And they're like, I just, by the way, I just watched uh, The Hunger Games, which is so paralleled into what's going on right now in our country. Mm. It's insane. 
Um, but where they go, what, Trump's, Trump gets reelected and he goes, that does it. I'm taking everyone to jail. Go in and hit their election and see if they've ever said anything negative about me. And they walk in and they're like, abracadabra. And Alexa's like, I'm here. And you're like, uh, what the fuck? And they're like, Alexa, how many times has he said something negative about the government? And they're like, 170 times. And you're like, Alexa, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, I'm on their team, Bert. <laughs> and that's our show today. By the way, I'm... I'm no, by the ways. I'm, I'm talking political lately, and I hope I'm not. I'm trying not to. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget, Two Bears, One Cave Live, a... Double XL event. Snoop's not replying about cocaine. I no. think he's not cool with me saying that. October 15th, it'll be, uh, is it 5 p.m. Pacific? Yes. 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, YMHvirtual.com. We're really I will excited be, to do I it. I will be coming off the road. Yep, just to do it. Back from the road just to do this one podcast. I'm, and I'm excited. And also, good luck on Friday. We'll have fun playing tennis. Oh, yeah. Oh, tonight. that's, yeah. Yeah, in two days. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Bye. I love you. I love you. I love you. Bert and Tom. Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.